Hey everyone, and welcome to a new episode of the Personal Growth Project podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be going over the 16 lessons that I learned at 16, so this episode is going to have a ton of value, and it's definitely not one that you want to miss. Okay, so we're just going to get right into it because believe it or not, my audio software is actually broken for some reason and I can't even like play back what I'm recording. So I'm just going to wing this so that I can get it out for you guys this Friday. Um, So yeah, the first lesson I learned at 16 was nothing changes until you decide it does. You are quite literally the only one capable of changing your life. No one else is going to do it for you, and that's scary to realize, but it's also very freeing. You can use this to your advantage. You are the only one who can save yourself from your problems, and usually you're the only one that, you know, gives yourself problems. But regardless, you're the one who can decide to change your life. Other people aren't going to just come around and save you and take you away from all your problems, as nice as that would be. But you have the power at any given moment to turn your life around and to decide to change your life. You can do that, and only you can do that. Other people can have mild impacts on your life, but you're the one who can make gigantic changes in your life. And that's really a great thing, so use that to your advantage. Secondly, never take good health for granted. That is something that I really learned at 16. Your physical health determines your success in all areas of life. You should take care of it. Don't eat trash, move your body regularly, and give yourself the rest you need to function well. You will never regret getting an extra hour of sleep or squeezing in a workout somewhere in your day. Working out and getting lots of sleep, I mean, they're so underrated, and honestly, Almost every single health problem you have can be solved by just working out regularly and eating good food. And by good, I mean healthy, not tasty. (laughs) You really just want to make sure that you're always putting good stuff in your body and taking care of your body because your brain can't function well and you're putting yourself at a real disadvantage if you're constantly eating trash and missing out on sleep. And I know that hustle culture is a really popular thing, but never, ever, ever sacrifice your sleep. You want to make sure you're getting seven to nine hours every night. And it does not matter if you think that you can squeeze another hour of work in. It's just not worth it. The research really seriously proves that getting sleep is so much more important than squeezing in an extra hour of work. I mean, The fatalities and the health issues that a lack of sleep will cause just are so bad that you just really don't want to risk it in order to keep getting extra work in. And that is something that I really learned when I was 16. Thirdly, I learned that people will come and go. No one is going to stay in your life forever. And I know that that's sad, but really when it comes to friends or relationships, It's rare when people are going to stick around for a super long time. 
you will probably have one or two friends that will stay with you for many, many years, and the rest will only be there for seasons of your life. And that was really hard for me to come to terms with at 16, because I made a few new friends, and it took me a while to realize, like when it got to June and August, that some of those friends really weren't meant to stay with me for that long. There were some times when I was just trying to hold on to friendships that, you know, were past their expiration date. And it really hurts to let go of people, and it's not something fun to do, but sometimes people just aren't meant to be in your life anymore. And if you find yourself constantly trying to put the effort into a friendship and not having that reciprocated, it's usually a good sign that that friendship has expired. And the same goes with relationships. You just have to be aware of what kind of dynamic you have in your friendships. And if a friendship is not really supporting you in any way, if you're not really gaining much from it, if you don't feel happy after trying to talk to someone, and if they're not even trying to talk to you that much, and you're just kind of only talking to each other because that's what you've been doing for a while... You should probably just let it go. Some people will stay in your life for years, and others may only stay for days or months. Regardless, you can still appreciate the people that come into your life and learn lessons from them, because I think that God puts every single person in your life for a reason, and either you're going to teach them something big, or they're going to teach you something big. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention and trying to learn from everyone that comes into your life. You can enjoy people who come into your life, but it's often best to not get too attached because you don't really know God's plan for you, and God may only intend to have them in your life for a short period of time. The fourth lesson is that cheap dopamine is the root of all of your problems, and I mean pretty much all of them. Relaxation and fun do not come from social media or Netflix, despite what a lot of people think. That's not true relaxation. I've learned instead that relaxation comes from real stimulating activities, like reading, hiking, swimming, working out, meditating, and learning new things. Those things will provide you with real valuable dopamine. Our society is way too addicted to cheap, fast sources of dopamine, and these sources of dopamine don't bring you any long-term benefits. Whereas reading, or exercising, or learning something new, all of those bring you dopamine as well, except that dopamine comes with long-term benefits. I learned it is so much more rewarding and even enjoyable to do activities that give you valuable dopamine as opposed to cheap dopamine. Cheap dopamine actually sucks, and I highly advise that you wean yourself off of it and start to opt for way better sources of dopamine that will actually help your future. The fifth lesson that I learned at 16 is that hard work always pays off. Always. There are many things that you cannot count on in this world, but hard work is something that you can always count on to get results. It is literally impossible to consistently put work in and never get results. You will always get results in one way or another if you're putting in the work, and you can use that to your advantage. 
Way too many people are standing at the bottom of a mountain and looking for an elevator to the top, and they're going to spend so long looking for that elevator that you can probably climb the entire mountain before they even start to realize that there is no elevator. There is no super shortcut to success. Only hard work will get you success. And there are things that you can do to make it easier, you know, as they say, work smarter, not harder, but you still have to work. So you can't just go into something expecting to twiddle your fingers once and then make a thousand dollars. That's just not the way that things work. You have to put in the work. And that's not to say that it should be miserable, but you have to know that work is necessary in order to get where you want to go. So work hard and enjoy the process, and I guarantee you will get results. The sixth lesson I learned is that living for other people's approval is a gigantic waste of time. Most people honestly don't even like themselves, so trying to get them to like you is incredibly pointless. You will never ever have to change yourself for the right people to like you, and that is incredibly true. So many of us are trying to change the way that we appear to others, we're trying to change our personality around people, and we're trying to just change the essence of who we are in order to fit in wherever we go. And you know what? There are some circumstances where it's good to just, you know, put up a front because, you know, sometimes if you're a super sarcastic person, for example, it's not appropriate to just show up at a serious event and start cracking jokes left and right. But the vast majority of the time, you know, like little quirks in your personality and things that you love, you should not be hiding those from people. Because honestly, there is no point in pretending to be someone you're not. Because if you do that, the people who like you will only be liking the warped version of yourself that you've put out there. And they're never going to be connecting with the real you. And that gets very lonely when people are only friends with you because they like some fake version of you that you've put out. It feels so much better to have people approve of the real you and have people genuinely resonate with who you are on a deep level. For that reason, you don't want to live for other people's approval. Just do your own thing and the right people will come to you and they will resonate with you and their approval is worth so much more than the approval of the masses. The seventh lesson I learned was authenticity, which ties into the lesson I just said. Real fulfilling friendships, relationships, opportunities, and events can only come into your life when you're authentic. If you're not authentic, no one will ever be able to truly connect with you because they'll only know a distorted version of you. As I said, you really cannot put up a fake front and expect to have friendships and relationships that actually work out. Because if someone doesn't connect with who you are at the core of your being, it's not going to work out. You don't want to pretend to be someone you're not and you don't want to do all these mind games and, you know, like relationship tricks in order to get someone to become attached to you. Because that's just truly pointless. The right people will be effortlessly attached to you. They'll naturally want to be around you. You should not have to be playing silly games and mind tricks and leaving people on red in order to get them to like you. 
if you ever have to do that for someone, you need to just let them go. <laughs> like, honestly, it's just not worth it. And you want to be with people and you want to be around people who naturally enjoy your company. So remember that. The eighth lesson that I learned is that love is the solution to every single conflict. No conflict can be fixed if you approach it with a closed heart and a negative mind. Resolving conflict, whether it be in friendships, relationships, or family drama, is so much easier when you do it from a calm, loving place. You really cannot work things out with someone if you enter a conflict with a closed mind and no you know, no chance of feeling like you can let yourself be swayed. Because if you enter a conflict and you've already decided that no matter what you're sticking to your opinion, the conflict's just pointless. Like, you might as well just not argue. Because it's just so worthless to have a conversation with someone and have a closed mind. Because conflicts can't be solved if you're not really empathizing with people and trying to resonate with where they're coming from. It does you a lot more good to listen to other people's sides of a story than it does to constantly project your own. And that's something that I learned this year. And the same thing goes for healing. Love heals all wounds. And when you're sad about something and when you feel like something's really breaking you, Hatred is never the solution, and you can't heal from any sort of heartbreak if you approach it with a mindset of hatred. Love and acceptance are absolutely necessary to heal from anything. Lesson 9. The hardest things in life are the most fulfilling. Every accomplishment I've ever felt genuine pride over over the last year was the culmination of days, weeks, or months of hard work. Nothing of true value ever comes easy or fast. Things that come fast and easy are not going to last you that long, and they're not going to be that enjoyable. Like, if everyone could get into an Ivy League college with absolutely no effort, it wouldn't be an achievement. If everyone could become a millionaire with no effort, it would not be an achievement. No one would care if they were a millionaire or not. Because it would just be so easy. You just literally would not care. It would feel worthless. But when you work for things, they become so much more valuable. So don't shy away from hard work. Because on the other side of that is always something very valuable. The tenth lesson, and arguably most important lesson that I learned, was always start earlier than you think you need to. Always. You will never regret starting earlier, but you sure as heck will regret starting late. It's just so much better to not procrastinate. And what I learned at 16 was that it's so important to make yourself action-oriented. Never, ever, ever get in the habit of pushing stuff off to the last minute. Because if you make doing stuff early a habit, your life will become so much less stressful. Like, if you have a homework assignment that's due next week, make it a habit to try to do your homework the day it's due. And the stress that's lifted off your shoulders will amaze you. Because if you're always doing things last minute and rushing in life, you'll never really get to enjoy the present moment and just enjoy the little moments in life. 
So try to do things early so that you have more time throughout the week to relax and spend time on what you love. Lesson number 11 is chasing your dreams is great, but never forget to make God the center of your life and the inspiration behind everything you do. God provides a sense of fulfillment that nothing else can. All the success in the world can't fulfill you if your heart is empty of God's love. And that's the lesson that really hit me hard at 16. Because near the end of being 16, I really started getting serious about creating content. And I had a few videos go viral for the first time, which was really just such an insane experience for me because for some reason I felt like it couldn't happen to me. And when it happened, I was initially so amazed. But I started to realize that getting likes on my videos and getting crazy amounts of views did not really fulfill me. At first, it gave me a really big rush of dopamine. Then I just started to feel hollow. Like, no matter how many likes my posts would get, it could never really fulfill me. And I just felt very empty, even though my career was doing better than it ever had been doing. And I came to realize that it was because I wasn't really putting God at the center of my life. And as long as you're lacking out on God's love, love from anyone else is not going to fulfill you. You need to make God the center of your life before you'll ever feel truly fulfilled and content. No amount of success or money can ever make you fulfilled if you don't have God in your life. Lesson number 12. Happiness only comes when you stop chasing and start falling in love with the present moment. Always put in the work to get closer to your dreams, but don't let yourself spend so much time thinking about the future that you forget about the joys of the present. It's really easy to get caught up thinking about your past or your future or everything you're excited about in the future, but it's really important to remember to enjoy where you are right now. Because truly, what I learned at 16 was that it's way more about the process than it is the destination. You will look back, and it's the process that you'll remember, not the destination at the end. Not that one moment where you reach a goal. What you'll really remember are all the struggles and obstacles that you had to overcome to get there. That's what you'll remember, and that's what you'll be proud of. So be sure to enjoy the present moment and make the most of the process. Lesson number 13. Sometimes the best thing you can do for someone you love is to let them go. In certain cases, the best way to love someone is to allow them to leave your life. And this is especially true in relationships and friendships. Sometimes people will enter your life and you will think that you are capable of like, fulfilling their needs, but sometimes you're just not. And this is usually more so the case in relationships than it is friendships, but I think it's an important lesson to learn for both. Because when you realize that you can't really fulfill someone the way that they deserve to be fulfilled, when you realize that you're not really the most compatible person with someone, and when you realize that they would likely be happier with someone else, then sometimes the best thing you can do for them is to let them go. Because if you're incompatible with someone and you know that deep down, 
it's just really best to let them go, because the way I see it, they deserve someone better who's going to actually be compatible with them and check all of their boxes, even if they like you. And that does not mean that you should just start dumping people left and right because you feel like you're incompatible with them. Obviously, talk with people before you make these kinds of decisions, but if you've talked with someone and you're starting to realize more and more that something just isn't right, it's fine to let them go because both you and them will find someone better. And that's truly one of the greatest gifts in life. So don't be afraid to let people go if you don't feel like they're right for you and if you feel like you're wrong for them. Lesson number 14, books are amazing, Netflix is not. Read books more often, use screens less often. There are hundreds of life-changing books and audiobooks out there, and you are doing yourself a disservice if you're not reading them. Reading feels so much better than watching TV. Try out swapping shows for books and audiobooks whenever you can. I got really into reading at 16, and in the fall, I really discovered that I absolutely love reading on my Kindle and listening to audiobooks when I get ready in the morning and when I'm driving to school and reading before I go to bed. All of those are just such great opportunities to read, and there are so many helpful books out there that will seriously change the way that you think about life. So give some of them a try, and you might seriously change your perspective into one that's better and will help you succeed. Lesson number 15, and this one will never fail you. If you feel depressed or insecure, Eight hours of sleep a night and one workout a day are all it takes to feel confident and joyful again. For real. Sleep and exercise are a magical combination. Never ever underestimate what they can do for you. Because when I've been in awful, awful ruts, when I felt super depressed and insecure and unproductive, like I can't even get out of bed, fixing my sleep schedule and working out are all it takes to pull me out of that rut. Most of the time, all you need is a good night of sleep, and if that doesn't work, try working out a little more, and I guarantee you'll feel better. And finally, lesson 16, progress beats perfection. No matter what, never stop moving. Never use failure as an excuse to quit. You'll make plenty of mistakes, but those mistakes cannot stop your progress unless you let them. Fall down, learn from your mistakes, get up, keep going, and repeat as many times as it takes to get the results you want. A lot of the time, we like to quit or never start because when we want to do something, we want to do it perfectly. But the people who get the results are the ones who start anyways, even though they know that the first time they do something, it's not going to be perfect. Because you know what? As long as you're actually doing something, you'll get better. You don't have to do it perfectly every time, but as long as you keep staying consistent with a habit, you will become better and better over time. So never stop moving, never quit, and get up after every fall. All in all, 16 was a really good year for me, and I'm really grateful for all the people that stuck with me through being 16, all the lessons that I learned, and all the ways that I grew as a 16-year-old.
I'm very excited to see what 17 holds, and thank you if you listened to this podcast episode and shared in these lessons with me. I really appreciate you guys more than you'll ever know. And if you like the podcast episode, be sure to leave a good review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts so that more people can find it, and share it with a friend or a family member if you really like it and think that it would help them. Um, If you want to speak on the podcast, you can fill out the podcast application form on the podcast link tree at Personal Growth Project Official. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next week's episode.